Welcome to FASD Hope, a podcast about fetal alcohol spectrum disorder through the lens of parent advocates with over 18 years of lived experience. FASD Hope provides awareness, information, and inspiration to those people whose lives have been touched by FASD. And I'm the host of FASD Hope, Natalie Vecchione. Welcome to today's episode. Today, I'll be speaking with Adriana and Crystal Butler. Adriana Butler is 10 years old. She's in the fifth grade, and she is the author of the book, The Crystal Kingdom. She is the youngest sibling of four. She enjoys writing stories, singing, and dancing. Crystal Butler, her mom, is married to Andrew Butler. Together, they have four children. They are foster parents, and they have been with the Bear Foundation for four years. They enjoy helping people and trying to bring a little bit of joy into a child's life. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Philippians 4, verse 13. So I'm talking today with Adriana Butler, who is 10 years old, and she is the author of The Crystal Kingdom. And she is also joined by her mom, Crystal Butler. Adriana and Crystal, thank you so much for being on FASD Hope. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. We appreciate the invitation. I am so happy to be talking with you both. So, Adriana, I loved your book, and I love the fact that you put so much of your heart and your soul into this book. So before we start talking about your book, Adriana, let's talk a little bit about you. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What are some things that you like to do, and um, what are some of your favorite things? Well, my name is Adriana Butler. Um, I'm 10. Um, I'm in fifth grade. I like to sing and dance. Um, I have three siblings, and I'm the youngest out of all three of them. Um, I enjoy dancing. What are your favorite foods? What are some things you like to eat? Uh, I like french fries. Ooh, nice, nice. (laughs) How about your favorite color? Uh, My favorite color is magenta. Ooh, nice. Crystal, thank you for joining us. Can you tell me a little bit about your family before we start talking? Sure. We are uh, parents of four beautiful kids. Um, Adriana is my youngest. Um, Me and my husband, we also decided to do foster care um, about five years ago. We really try to um, share our family, share our love and our our values with other kids, um, hoping that we can make a difference. And Adriana, what's it like being the youngest? Sometimes it can be fun, but sometimes it could kind of be boring because <laughs> I have no one to talk to. But then I get all the love and attention. There you go. There you go. I, I hear that. And Crystal, what were your and your husband's thoughts when Adriana came to you and said, I want to write a book? Um, I was kind of excited. And then I wasn't sure if she was serious about it. But then she kept asking her dad, um, when was he going to help her with a book? And so he said, are you serious? He said, yeah. She said, and she gave him, you know, what she wanted to write about and um, why she wanted to write it. And so they started the process. It took her about about four years to complete the book. Wow. You know, on and off, she would, you know, write with her dad. And so it it became um, a project for her. And I think when she saw the end result, she was very pleased and we were very, very excited about it and and um, just happy that she would even choose uh, such a topic 
and want to share, you know, which we, 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 all, we hope that she would um, gain our values as well as far as trying to help people. But to go as far as what she did with the book, I thought was just very extraordinary. Absolutely. And Adriana, you share a lot of great things in your book. You, you share experiences. When you read your book, Adriana, there's so much you're, you're offering your reader. You're offering your reader learning about the Bible through stories. You're learning about foster care. You're learning about different feelings related to, you know, being in foster care. So I really think think that you can tell that you took your time in writing this book. I am so happy to talk with you about it today. So Adriana, when did you first get the idea in your head that you wanted to write this book? Um, I think it was when we started having foster sisters come in and it was just gave me the idea that I just saw all these kids come in with problems and they were hurting. And I know that because I can see by their faces and every night I see each one of them cry and I would have to comfort them. So that's why I wrote the book to see if more people can get the idea of fostering because helping kids is so great. Like not everybody has everything I have. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to read a little part of your book because it really stuck with me. So at the end of near the end of one of the chapters you wrote, and and I'm going to quote this, you said, there's no greater feeling than to be loved and to enjoy the people you love. Even though the girls played, there was always a longing for her home. Her foster family was loving, but it wasn't her family. So definitely you really communicate how it's so important for kids in foster care to be loved and to feel loved and, and that, that they're going through so many different emotions and everything. So I, I'm just so impressed with you sharing your heart in that. What's it like to write a book? I've never written a book before. It, tell us a little bit about it. Um, writing a book was pretty cool just to see all my thoughts like go go on paper it was just so amazing and when I would when we, when I finished the book I was just so happy I was literally almost crying oh, wow that's awesome because it's a huge accomplishment I mean it, it's you're really giving like putting a piece of yourself in that book so that that's so cool to hear so when you were writing this book over the course of the, the four years were there just like days that you would write or would you write at certain times or how did you do that? Um, I would try to write every single day, but yeah, I still had school. So I would try to get my homework done and then do my writing, like tell my dad what I wanted on the paper. And then, you know, we would just go on from there. Wow. That's a huge commitment. That is so impressive. Crystal, you and your husband, when Adriana was in the process of writing this, what were your thoughts as far as her journey in, in writing? Well, I feel that she um, she definitely grew as a writer, but to, I guess, some of the characters and then some of the scenes that they did in the book, I was just amazed at the, um, the, the way they went, you know, the, the way they went with it, the characters and some of the um, illustrations. Yeah. 
um, you definitely had to have a vivid imagination. Yes. <laughs> that, that was the word I was going to use was it's a very imaginative book. Yes. Which you is, have to have a, definitely a vivid imagination to even come up with some of the things that they did. Absolutely. And so she and her dad, they would um, talk about the book and um, come up with things, uh, you know, well, what do you think about this? And what do you think about that? That's great. And so um, we kind of worked at it. Uh, all together I was the one that was typing right so um so it was just, really a family thing you yes, all had it pretty it. Much. <laughs> that's so cool that's so it pretty cool. much was so uh, we did some of the revisions and and uh typing but um you know and her and her dad would you know talk about it and then he would kind of write you know mm-hmm. um her thoughts um you know making it make sense right and then let her um review it and, and see if that what she wanted to say wow so um, I, I thought it was um, just interesting when I, you know, when I read and after they, you know, get together and come up with something and I read the chapter, I'm like, oh, what made you come up with this character? And, <laughs> right. And what made it a snowmobile? And, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, you definitely, it's a, it's definitely a journey in imagination. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I love that there's biblical roots in it, you know, and there's a lot yes. of allegories. There's a yes. lot of, of stories that yes. um, you, you really can just tell are rooted mm-hmm. in the and that was one of the the gist of it, it was is um you know bringing awareness to foster care as well but also um the biblical side is letting you know absolutely so absolutely. um it was a lot a lot of learned lessons I, I would say if you want to read the book it's a lot of things that you can kind of relate to yes you know? yes and I like highlighted a bunch of different sections because mm-hmm. there were just things that stuck out that were just so coming from a girl who's now 10 years old, but you know, mm-hmm. was six through 10 when you were or six through nine, when you were writing this, yes. Adriana, some of these things that you were writing were just so like important and impactful, you know, and it really makes a difference when you read them. It really sticks with you. So Adriana, what was your favorite part about the process of writing a book? Probably just kind of telling like I said earlier, like telling my what I wanted on the paper and just seeing it come to life was so, just so amazing because I'm writing a book at five through nine and it's just so amazing. And then now I know whenever I'm writing at school, I know how to write a story. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And what was your favorite part in your book? Um, my favorite part was at the end at chapter seven was when the creator, which is God, he right. told Willow that he made Willow yep. for a reason. Yep. He made Willow to pick up the dust of men so there would not be hate in the world. So now the dark light that made Willow into a dragon. So now he can't do that. And now there's so much hate in the world that there's nothing really to do left other than make more of those creatures to do the right thing, which Willow couldn't do. Right. Right. And it's so amazing. You go back to that too, because you start off with that in the beginning, Willow's story, you know, and if you haven't read the book, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. You're going to have to to buy the book, which I'm going to give our listeners. Um, I'm going to let them know where they can, they can purchase it. But when you start reading the book, you do such an awesome job of telling that story of Willow and the creator and how they came to be. And then you go into the journey of the princesses, which is like kind of a different journey, but it's still related. You know, it, it's still 
it's still related to what you talked about in the beginning of the book, but it's more about their journey. And then at the end, you go right back to it. That's so great. Crystal, how about you? What was your favorite part of her book? My favorite part was, I would say towards the end when the princesses came together and they all had the crowns. And um, to me, that showed that we all need each other. You know, even though they were individual princesses, they understood that at the end, well, if we put these together, you know, this is this is the the whole end of it. This is what we've been trying to do. So now that we have each piece and we put them together and the light shines, you know, it brings it to fruition. Absolutely. And it also shows, you know, we need one another, you know, and one part couldn't work by itself. Tell me about what you want to share with people who are listening about what you've learned about foster care and the kids who are in foster care? Um, I just kind of just wanted to bring awareness to people because not everyone has a home and not everyone has a great life. Some kids are going through a lot and some kids don't have a, doesn't have a loving family. So I'm just trying to bring awareness to parents and kids. Like if you have a new foster kid coming to your home, don't forget, they may be coming in with a lot of problems. Right. You may see them cry at night because they're sad because they may be missing their parents. So you just have to remember that not everyone's the same. Right. And that's kind of what chapter seven kind of relates on. Not everyone made the same. Yeah. So I'm just trying to tell people that there's kids out there who doesn't have everything. There's kids out there who needs stuff. There's kids out there who doesn't have clothes, shoes. There's kids out there that doesn't have a lot of stuff. There's kids out there that doesn't have a home. There's kids out there that doesn't have a shelter. So I'm just trying to tell people that there's not, there's a lot of kids out there that doesn't have everything. Yeah. And it's important now, especially now when, you know, we're in the middle of COVID and this pandemic and we can't see the kids, you know, we can't see them out there, but we know they're still out there. So it's important. I think your book, the reason why I want, one of the many reasons why I wanted to interview you is because it's such a good reminder about what kids are going through and some of the feelings they're experiencing and that maybe, you know, they, they feel, love or they feel happy moments, but they're still missing their families. They're still missing their birth families. And, and that's a reality that, you know, we adults need to, to acknowledge and and we need to work with. And Adriana, I also think it's great that you have such a passion for sharing your story and for sharing your family's journey about foster care, because, you know, People listen to kids a lot more than they listen to grownups. They really do. I think kids have such powerful voices. And the fact that you wrote this book when you were so young and you were expressing a lot of really important things, I pray that by us, you know, sharing about this book and spreading the word that more people are aware of it so that people can step up and say, how can I help? You know, what can I do? So I think you're such a blessing and I'm just so happy to, to be uh, talking with you today. Crystal, what do you and your husband hope people can take away from uh, Adriana's book and Adriana's ministry and her passion about foster care? 
We hope that this will enlighten people on um, the need of foster parents. And also um, letting you know that just, you know, small things can, can make a big impact in people's life. You know, our hope is that when we bring kids into our home is that we know they come in with, with baggage and we know they come in broken and discouraged and, and um, you know, scared. And, and it's a lot of feelings going on, you know, but my hope is when they leave that they are hopefully empowered that we have instilled something in them that will make their life a little bit more um, enjoyable, um, make them want to live a little bit longer, let them know that there is hope. You know, um, some kids feel that there is no hope. And I think once you instill them that there is hope, you know, there is somebody out there that will take care of you and there is somebody that will love you as they are. And um, I think just, just helping them to know that will allow them to move a little bit further and, and begin to trust you a little bit more. Um, that's one of the main issues that we see when we have foster kids come in is that the trust issue is really big because they're used to you um, bringing them in and then they're used to you getting rid of them as well. So um, it's hard to even get the guard down, you know, for you to even make a difference. But that's one of our um, goals is to instill in them, you know, love, you know, giving them the word of God. Yeah. Um, because that's where we base, that's our base here, you know, um, whether you believe or not, you will hear it. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you Absolutely. Know, and that's your choice of what you do with it, but you Absolutely. will hear it and we will plant that seed, putting it at someone else will come along and water it. You know, your family not only is sharing, you know, God's word and sharing God, but you're also living examples of it too, which yes. is important because a lot of times, you know, kids and youth in foster care, they need to see the example. They need people mm -hmm. to be the role model and to, to demonstrate because, you know, they've come coming from so much trauma. You know, I am so thankful to have you both talking with me today on FASD Hope. And I will share in our program notes how you can buy Adriana's book, which is called The Crystal Kingdom. And crystal is spelled with a K. And I love that. You can purchase this book a couple of places and we will list where you can purchase Adriana's book on our program notes on FASD Hope. And I also want to mention that a portion of the sales of this book will be going to the Bear Foundation. Is that correct, Crystal? That's correct. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that's a foster care, a Christian foster care organization, which works with families and with foster care. Um, how long have you all been with, with Bear again? We've been with them for five years. Okay. Wow. That's, mm -hmm. that's terrific. So I am ending this episode on hope. Like I always like to end our episodes because there's not enough of it out there. That's and great. to get hope from a book written by an author who at the time was between five and nine years old, who is now 10 to get hope from a 10 year old author to me is just shows me how miraculous God is. It really, yes. it really shows me how God works through so many ways in, in, in sharing people's journeys and people's stories. So Adriana, thank you so much for being on FASD hope today. Thank you. And Crystal, thank you so much for being on FASD Hope today. 
Thank you. And thank you so much for the opportunity. We definitely appreciate all that you do. Absolutely. And again, I'll be listing Adriana's uh, book information and contact information on our program notes on FASDHope.com. Remember, this is National Adoption Month. So not only listen and be informed, but also be inspired and do something. So remember, listen, learn, and be inspired, and always have hope. We'll catch you next time. Thanks again for listening to FASD Hope with Natalie Vecchione. If you like our show and want more information, check out FASDHope.com. Or please leave us a five-star rating and follow us on Podbean, iTunes, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you join us next week. And remember, to be informed, take care, and always have hope.